<laughs> welcome, welcome. You are tuned into the failing frequency. Is that good? It's good. Halloween special. Is that good? Yeah. What's for, up, for folks? people watching this in a week's, you know, in four weeks' time? It's Halloween right now, or will? Yes. That's <laughs> fine. The internet is evergreen. Welcome, yeah. folks. You are tuned into the failing frequency. I am Ethan. And I'm Mike. Wherever you are. And yeah. we are, we're, we're here to talk all things Trek on this failing frequency. Halloween spooktacular. Spooky. Uh, we'll be going through the uh, some of the... Sorry, I've had a couple already out of mm. this. Uh, Mugatu horn. Very nice. Yes. Uh, we'll be going through the week's uh, latest Trek news. Then me and Mike are going to be giving you some recommendations of Trek episodes this uh, spooky Halloween season uh, mm-hmm. before we discuss uh, the latest episodes of Star Trek, including uh, the brand new episode of Star Trek Prodigy Season 1, Part one, 3, <laughs> Episode yeah. 1. Mm-hmm. Uh, and another episode of Star Trek Lower Decks. The finale of Lower Decks. <laughs> the what? It had to happen at some point. You've been I am not, predicting it. I, I, am not emotionally pre- I am not emotionally prepared. Yeah. Didn't it's it, been, it's been did. four weeks of you saying it's the finale or something like that. I didn't see it coming. Mm. Yeah, it just had so to happen at some point. Yeah, man. Yeah, I've been threatening you with it for about a month now. Yep. And there's time codes in the description below. Uh, but before we get into all of that, um, mm. Mike, why can't I see you? Because I want to see if um, you'll Very spooky. get my... It's dark. Yeah, I'm, I'm spooky. Um, I want to see if um, my Halloween costume idea will make you laugh. Uh, how low rent it is and how poor it has happened. So I... well, before 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 my costume becomes too overwhelming, do you like what I've put together? It's very good. That yeah. is a, a, a great um, this... Baldrick. Thank you. It's actually like for one of those like tie around your waist belly dancing. Yeah, feels very TOS. I'm trying You're being to a remain... TOS Klingon, it feels yeah, very TOS yeah. sounding I'm trying as well. to, I've got to like have it cover up because underneath it, just there is Michael Jordan. <laughs> I um, mean, who's the Klingons love a, a bit of you know hoops? Yeah, yeah, they love <laughs> a bit of basketball. Love, yeah, they love Michael Jordan. Yeah, yeah, he's got the forehead ridges of a warrior. Yeah, you you haven't seen basketball played until it's been played in its original. <laughs> Uh, but, but okay, come on. Check it. What what's going on? Okay, let's uh, turn over. <laughs> <laughs> and and the beauty is. So so who am I? There we go. For for those who are only listening and can't hear. Right, you're the you're the. You're the you're the race metaphor from Let That Be Your Last Battlefield, right? Yes, I'm Beale, <laughs> the uh, the half black and half white guy, and suddenly 
I'm Loki, <laughs> the half white and half black guy. <laughs> It's amazing what you can do on the fly, isn't it? I'm running away. I'm running away. I'm trying not to get caught. I'm running after him. I'm running after him. I'm trying to catch him. It, the paint went so on so much better in my head. And then I put it on and was like, no, this doesn't look good at all. Works so well. Oh, it works so well. Oh, oh man, my, my, my fucking eyeliner's gonna run. Same. Oh my, <laughs> my god. paint's gonna run down me. Uh, as talking. Uh, I'm Beale. I'm Lokai. Uh, <laughs> I'm Lokai. See, I was uh, worried that doing the blackface for my Klingon costume would have been going too far, but now I see it might not have been far enough. <laughs> I'm not doing blackface. I want to make 100% sure here. No, <laughs> sure no, you're, I'm... you're doing not blackface. Yes. Yes. I'm specifically doing 100% grey face if you average it out. <laughs> yeah, if you move your face really fast like that. Mm. If I keep on doing, you know... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I'm crying already. Oh my, my god. My paint's running. Oh. oh my god. Right. Okay, let's get to the fucking news. In a, in an ongoing story that is haunting this podcast. Yes. Um yeah. like a like an unwelcome ghost. Uh mm. the, the Star Trek movie rights have reverted to yet another set of hands as uh, most of the Star Trek movies that aren't available anywhere else anymore will soon be moving to HBO Max. Yep. So if you've got HBO Max in the States, which I suppose more people, you know, people actually watching this, more chance have you got HBO Max. Still a pain in the ass. If you want to watch all Trek, you've got to go to three or four places. Yeah. Um, also, you know, HBO Max, it's got a lot more better, more better stuff, hasn't it? Yeah. It's got like Game of Thrones and The Wire and Boardwalk Empire, mm. Sopranos, um, Peacemaker, Band of Brothers, Band of Brothers mm. um, Spawn. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the list goes on. The uh, list is endless. Yeah. Uh, do you do you think that this is maybe going to make a lot of people just go, "Oh, do you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to pirate Star Trek. I'm just going to, I'm just going to go with HBO." Well, it's better than it's better than the new story last week or the week before where they just disappeared to nowhere. They, you know. they they obviously uh, do. You, do you think that they know? They knew that it was going to HBO Max, yeah. and they just oh, didn't yeah, yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah. yeah. But well, I I think more people are likely to have the movies on disc if they've got hard copy of the format or download the movies rather than download every series. So I don't. Yeah. I think for the people who are going to subscribe for Trek, they probably haven't lost out that much um, because you know if you go. 
oh, well, I can't get my fix of Wrath of Khan. But then mm. you've got 500, 600 hours of Trek. You know, you're probably going to stay still. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, depends how, how, you know, just how, how short people's patience with how shoddy the app is. Yeah, true. In good news, happy news. Uh, Star Trek Strange New Worlds wins the Saturn Award for Best Streaming Sci-Fi Series, beating out uh, Star Trek Discovery and The Fucking Expanse. Ha yeah. <laughs> ha! Suck it! It was the last season of The Expanse, to be fair, which I don't think was as good as a couple of the other seasons prior. Um, also, uh, take that, the Prestige TV. Yeah. Did, did you see compel, the categories? Compelling that, um... storytelling and intrigue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Take that for all mankind. Yeah. Uh, I still need to watch that. It's going to, like, that looks yeah. so good. So do, do you think this is a worthy win? I, I feel like, like, I mean, I'll take it. I don't necessarily know if we deserve it. Mm. We. Um, I don't know. All I don't the effort necess- we put in. <laughs> I know, right? We do yeah. we do complain about awards a lot mm. while also commenting about how we don't get them. It's kind yeah. of like we're negging awards, which might be why we've won it. They've won it. Yeah. I mean, uh, <laughs> the, the the categories that Trek lost in. So let let's see if you think this was for for losses. Um, best animated TV. Lower decks mm-hmm. was up. Lost out to Bad Batch. That's fair. Mm. I think that's fair. I wasn't a fan of Bad Batch at all. Uh, <laughs> I liked Bad Batch. It had uh, it had a grey. It yeah. had greys in a tank. Mm. Um, best actor. So, Anson Mount from Strange New Worlds lost oh. out to Oscar Isaac, Moon Knight. No. Who else lost in that category? Uh, Tom Hiddleston from Loki, um, Mackie from Winter Soldier, um, Ewan McGregor, Obi-Wan, Adam Scott, oh. Severance, and I think Adam Scott is, you know, fantastic in that. And I haven't Anthony seen Star, Severance. The boys. I haven't seen oh, Severance. Watch Severance. Get on Severance. Get, get uh, Apple TV and watch Anthony Severance. Star, and... Anthony Starr or... The um, boys, Homelander. Yeah. Um, Homelander uh, or... Uh, or Tom Hiddleston, Loki. Like, Loki, he shows some fucking range in Loki. Yeah. yeah. I think the trouble is that's, that's a bit long ago, so people have forgotten um, what actually happened in the series. But I, I think that's a fair loss, uh, you know, mm-hmm. award. Even if Oscar Isaac didn't win, very hard category. Yeah. Best Actress. Didn't put anyone forward for Best Actress. Star Wars. Uh, Star Trek. Who knows why. Best Supporting Actor. Mm-hmm. Um, Ethan Peck, New Spock, lost out to Elliot Page. It's a shame. Probably, I hate, probably fair enough. I hate, I hate it when an Ethan loses to an Elliot. Yeah. Uh, but in in this instance, I'll I'll let it slide. It's fair. Yeah, I, I think that's fair enough. Yeah. Um, best supporting actress, Jess Bush. So Chapel cool. was up against, well, lost out against Moses Ingram. From Obi Wan. Oh, okay. That's yep. That's fair. Yeah, that and you know, I like to see that considering you know all the hate she got at the time. 
yeah <laughs> you know always good for that um so so those are the awards lost out for and i think most of those are, are pretty fair absolutely yeah. yeah um i think that that yeah <laughs> i think the like i say i'll take it but should we yeah. have should should we i mean in many ways like like lost in space is also quite good mm. um, again the last season's not great though no it's not it's like where do we go from here without going somewhere ridiculous it's like go ridiculous i i wanted to i, did, I before we go on to the next piece Mm-hmm. I just wanted to. Have you seen the website for the Saturn Awards? Uh, I haven't. I'm going to send you the link. Okay. Um, this is this is the website. Um, maybe you want to like show it on stage on on stage on 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 screen. Uh, on stage. Yeah. On stage. Um, this is the active website for the Saturn Awards in the year 2022. Oh, fucking hell! That is an Isn't old it? looking website. Right? Well, that made me laugh. Yeah. That was, that's fun. That's like the Space Jam website or something. (laughs) That's what I was thinking. Um, uh, In other good news, Star Trek Strange New Worlds was also presented with the seal of authentic representation from the Ruderman Families Foundation, uh, who, uh, who, Recognize film and TV series that include authentic representation of people with disabilities. Um, killing its disabled crew member. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. The uh, the seal of authentic representation has been presented to Strange New Worlds uh, for their inclusion and casting of Bruce Horak as Star Trek's first legally blind main cast character hmm. um, and actor. Enterprise's chief engineer, Lieutenant Hemmer. Cool. Yeah, very cool. Very cool. Yeah, man. They get the they get they get a nerd award. They got a gay award. They've got a, an award for people with disabilities. Mm-hmm. Um, Star Trek truly is Antifa. N- the Nazis would hate this shit. In spooky news, Ooh. Super Seven will be releasing new. Star Trek action figures. Uh, these look pretty have they sweet. Said, have huh? they said what figures they are? I, I haven't yes. seen this one at we've all. Got, so I'll send you the link. So we've got Guinan, we've got Data, we've got Riker, and we've got Locutus. Okay. I'm just looking at you know the accessories you get with um, Data and Riker. Oh the... yeah, you get the little violin, and you get Data with his little, sh- and you get fucking Riker's got a he- a changeable head with a shit eating grin. Yeah, and his and little, little uh... um, Picard day um, yeah. doll and trumpet. I love it. It's uh, we've got like I'll Commander Riker, smug douche Riker. <laughs> yeah, um, spot for um, Data. That's great. That um, uh, last little bit of news. Mm-hmm. Um, issue number one of the new Star Trek comic book series is out, and they've released a little preview of it, and it's Cisco coming out of the wormhole, and it is beautiful. Stark naked. He is Stark bollock naked, coming out, spread out, starfished out, yeah, of the fucking wormhole in his birthday suit. 
Mm. Um, wonderful. Uh, yeah. Just. So I, I I read this today. It came out yesterday. Read it today. Um, yes. So let's like let's just don't worry about spoilers. Just what's yeah. what's the dealio? What's happening? It, it's issue one. It's a setup. It's not. Yeah. The, the, you know, yeah. if I'm spoiling anything for you in this, then uh, I'm desperately sorry. But skip forward a minute <laughs> or two. Um, so it's set just after Voyager Endgame, but before uh, Star Trek Nemesis. Uh, Cisco gets thrown out of, well, gets put out of the Celestial Temple by the Prophets, sent on a mission, and all he can remember is this place to go. So he goes to Picard and says, because the rest of the Federation thinks, oh, we don't know what to do with you because you've just been hanging around with an alien race that, you know, you say is benevolent but could fuck us up at any time. Right. So he goes to Picard and says, you know, you had to kind of deal with this after... Um, becoming a Borg and then coming back to being human again. Um, so help me out, give me a shit, and I need to go do this mission, whatever it is. Picard gives him this fucking rickety old ship, the USS Feces, uh, Feces, sorry. Ship of, ship of Feces, isn't it? Yes, it's the ship of Feces. feces. How much how yeah. much shit can you take off a ship and replace before yeah. it's, a, it's a completely new ship? Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's this desperately old ship, um, and he also gets him a crew that consists of Scotty. Nice. That consists Sorry, of I'm Crusher. Just, I yeah, didn't get my it. I didn't get my shit in the right position before we started. <laughs> no worries. <sighs> so he's go. got a crew of of Scotty. He's got a crew of Bev, Data, um, Lieutenant Paris. Who's just all very the recently nerds. all nerds? He's got um, Ensign Sato from Enterprise, and descendant of them mixed with like Andorian, half Andorian, um, and some just random Vulcan. And he takes Jake in tow, goes to this random nebula that the prophets have told him to go to, and just sees a hundred crystalline entities because you know it's fucking nerd. <laughs> fan fiction yeah. stuff yeah um he gets there and he sees a ship shatter them and he's like oh my god the crystalline entities were like gods like the prophets and like apollo from tos and now they're all dead this is why the prophets have sent me out here oh no it's gore the god butcher from thor love and thunder pretty much some something's out there killing gods yeah it's gross slimy christians christian bale yeah. So I'll I'll keep reading it, and there's an a accompanying comic we talked about a while ago that's yeah as well. Where like Picard gives Worf a ship, so is he just yeah. get, handing people out like fucking naff ships from round the back? <laughs> yeah, here's a ship. There's a ship. Yeah, Everyone we got ship, some. Ship. We got some fucking shit round the back. Yeah, we've got more hundred year old ships that have but been. Theseus. Yeah. Uh. Which next the next named because the... it's supposed to be modular and you'll be able to like constantly upgradable, but um, yeah, yeah, meh, yeah, meh, yeah. um, still beautiful imagery, eh? Yeah, there's like one alternate cover that's like a sovereign um flying on a red background that'll pop mm. up here. Yeah, that's that cool. looks very nice. I'd have that as like a phone background if I could get a decent uh, copy of the image. 
Yeah, I want to get like a big HD, um, real like as cl- as good and clear an image uh, as I can of get Cisco's of, junk. of Cisco coming out of the wormhole. Yeah, I think it'd be cool to like lay over like a, the Da Vinci, mm. you know, thing of man. Yeah, Sadori looks like he's quantum leaping with the blue background behind him. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! What if it's not Cisco? <laughs> What if it's actually Scott Bakula? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. oh. Um. So, but that's 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 all we're gonna go with this week for the news. We're gonna keep it light with the news. How do you feel? Yep. Do you feel informed? I feel informed. I feel happy. We've got it done in less than half an hour. Mate, <laughs> we pros at this. We know what we're doing. Yeah. Uh, so that was the, the news. Let's talk that about was the news. spooky. Yeah, man. Uh, but yeah, but to uh, to to keep everyone in the mood uh, for this spooky season, me and Mike thought we'd give some recommendations of some of some good Star Trek episodes that that fit with the that fit with the season. So, but, but like before we get into like proper recommendations, I think we need to uh, I think we need to first talk about the only episode that is one hundred percent for sure a Halloween special. Yeah. Um. And that is Cat's Paw. Cat's Paw, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, It's, you know, TOS episode. It's rubbish. It's high camp. It's silly. It's Mm. very charming. It's very, you got to admit, it's very charming. Like, when you watch it, there's some moments where you can't help but smile. The high camp of it all, the... And the, you know, the, the dude with the mustache, the kind of, like... Just the, all the pictures of, you know, Spock stroking a cat, which I'm yeah. pretty sure is the only reason Data had a cat at all was, you know, they were like, that worked in TOS. People like that. So yeah, let's give that's... Data a cat. Yeah, let's that's a meme. Around. It's it's a it's a meme. Mm. Um, uh, one thing I like about Cat's Paw mm. is its mention of the old ones. The, the creatures that we see at the end when they turn into their real form. Yeah. Um, so that that is a direct uh, reference to the work of H.P. Lovecraft. Mm. Um, in fact, I did have the page up. Uh, but yeah, the person who wrote Cat's Paw, they, they wrote that in as like a, as like a reference. And that's why like the old ones, the little the little guys, mm. they've got like tentacle faces. Yeah. As so, like, every imagine... Lovecraftian unimaginable horror um, normally Absol- does. Yeah, yeah, a lot of a lot of uh, the the scariest things that that H.P. Lovecraft could imagine was mm. uh, something black or something sloshing. Yeah, and if it was black and sloshing, even more horrible. Absolutely. Mm. Uh, so yeah, imagine those little tiny things, but like the size of a mountain, and that's basically Cthulhu. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I thought that mentioned, and uh, I mentioned that now because H.P. Lovecraft's going to come back in another one of my <laughs> recommendations. Yeah. So um, have you have you tried to um, pick the the typical Halloween episodes that people go for, or just general spookiness? Uh, so I've gone for different things. I've gone for things that like scare me. Hmm. So like 
I've got like and and you know the and not just things that scare me, but like some of the kind of horror that I like. Yeah. So like, um, we've got cosmic horror. I've got mm-hmm. like psychological thriller. Okay. Um, the concept of the mind prison. Yeah. Uh, and then just spooky vibes. Um, there are there are a couple of categories that I couldn't um, that I couldn't quite refine enough as well. So, um, horrific ordeals. Mm. Uh, but I thought that 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 as a category would just be a bit too rapey. <laughs> yeah. And I thought yeah. we're gonna we're keeping it light. We're keeping yeah. it light. Um, which is why I also didn't um, further develop a category of societal collapse. Yeah. Um, because that's the real scary shit. I'll, if I want to see that, I'll look out a fucking window. <laughs> right, man. Totally, man. You fucking Boom. said it, man. Fuck yeah, yeah dude. Since um, you got the categories then, why, why don't you go first? And I'll, so, I'll see if I've got one that fits in your category. Okay, so we'll start off with... Um, with body horror and when i'm talking body yep. horror i'm not i don't mean torture porn mm-hmm. i mean like goofy reanimator fucking the scanners yeah the thing john carpenter uh, david cronenberg slot sloshing more sloshing mm. um and most of these are not actually um episodes so much as they are like moments from mm. episodes so yeah. the the runner up the runners up on these would be things like in theory the episode i can't remember what's happening but it's it's the one it's got the picture of the crewman sticking out from the floor uh so like Ugh, that's horrible mm. uh, also things like wrath of khan when um when the, yeah, the 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 the, the, yeah. the slug in the ear, but also like that moment where um, where Chekhov's captain gets uh, gets vaporized and yeah, he's yeah. screaming as he does it, and as his yeah. as his entire essence just phases away, his scream carries off on the wind and just yeah. fades off, and like his scream is still going after his body is completely. Just like falling apart. Well, they're in a cave. It echoes. <laughs> yeah, ooh, ooh. It's haunting. Yeah. Uh, the the motion picture with uh, with the when the what's the his Vulcan, name like Selak or yeah, yeah, and and he gets and he gets beamed up and he's like, uh, like killed and he dies yeah. like immediately. But like he, they didn't last long. The thing we got back didn't yeah, last long. It didn't thankfully. last long, <laughs> thankfully. But like it, it didn't die immediately. Yeah. Though, so like he still had a few, you know, probably a couple of minutes of of hmm. of experiencing all of that. Um, pretty horrible to think about. Yeah. Um, the empath. Great TOS episode where like. Uh, Bones gets tortured. Oh, no, yeah, no. it's really cool. It's really like it's a fun episode to watch in black and white. Yeah, it, it it's um and like yeah, it's got like McCoy strung up and like he has his mm. mind ripped apart and his organs literally pulled out and then put yeah. back into his body. But it's it happens off screen, so you don't see it. So that so that doesn't count. So we're not yeah. going to give that one the win. 
the win. Um, it was a close tie between context is for kings. Mm-hmm. Just that moment where you find the the crew of the Glen just um, smeared like, oh, bodies everywhere, smushed. Yeah, smushed. <laughs> um, put the picture up on on the screen now. Oh, I'll get it. Yeah. Um, and now imagine that's a member of your family. Which member? I've got a. <laughs> 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 um, delicious. Yeah. Uh, but it's got to go to conspiracy, um, yeah. which is a good way of just getting that episode on this list because it's one of my favorite episodes, and it's got loads of gross shit in it. Yeah. You know, it's got eating bugs. Mm. It's got a mind slug, but it's also got that fucking epic moment where. And then mm. he just gets his fucking shit blown apart. Mm. Fucking sweet, man. I love how, like, Riker and Picard, like, both try and phase rim, then look at each other and then just, like, put their phases on Max. <laughs> yeah, and then, they cross, and then they cross the streams. Yeah. Um, but they it's a great episode. The, the episode generally does have, like, a super spooky vibe anyway. Yeah. You know, it's, it's all, there's, like, clandestine meetings. People are mm. talking about... You know, people are changing. It's got kind of like a Invasion of the Body Snatchers vibe. The one with um, Donald Sutherland. Donald Sutherland. It's got some of that kind of, That's the one yeah, I was thinking of. Dustin Hoffman. <laughs> Dustin Hoffman. Yeah, but, Donald Sutherland. But like, you know, it's got some, it's got vibes of that to it, you know. It's, yeah. It's a good spooky episode for mm. for a spooky season. What do you think? Yeah, definitely. Um it's it's one I had up there because like the memory of that guy's head popping, you know, is set in my mind forever. <laughs> like seeing it like at, at four years old or something like that, maybe. Mm. Um, you know, fantastic. Get your kids into head popping early. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, so man. yeah, that that's definitely <coughs> set in my head. Uh, mm-hmm. The one that I have that most fits this category, then, let's say, is Voyager Faces. Do you remember okay. Voyager Faces? It's Which remind the, me. It's the Vidians, the um, the guys who suffer from the phage uh, and just have like the stripped off whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah. And they split yeah, Balana into um, human Balana and Klingon Balana. Yes, classic. And then there's this creepy dude who's just like who's obviously melting away in part and is trying to hide in the in the dark. He's like, oh. Um, human Balana, I quite like you. Will you will you go out with me? And she's like, oh, yeah, you know, you're a hideous, <laughs> hideous no, mess of a man. No and offense, just, mate. <laughs> yeah, you abducted me, and you're hideous. And he goes like, yeah. oh, okay. And then he takes away like one of her um, engineer people and comes back wearing his face. And goes like, oh, I'm much prettier now. Will you go out with me? Oh, <laughs> and you just see like this face at, like stapled onto him. <laughs> oh, that's fucking awesome! Yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> that's like, what that. I've got in mind that for like yeah, body horror-y still. That's a good one. That's mm. a good one. Um, I suppose then we'll go. Uh, we'll go. Those two pair well. Uh, we'll yeah. go thriller. Okay. Um, thriller. So when I was when I talk about like psychological thriller, I was I was thinking more along the lines of like you know I like a, I like a story. 
about like a, someone going mad and about like yeah. the tenuousness of like of of human sanity and yeah. like you know I, I like a I like a story about someone who's pushed to the edge and mm. and and loses and yeah, goes yeah, past yeah. that breaking point so like there's there's a good couple episodes of Voyager there's Meld and Random Thoughts both Tuvok episodes mm. um both deal with um you know Tuvok wrestling with with deep inner you know rage yeah. and and not just like horrific like the propensity to commit horrific acts but the 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 propensity to enjoy doing it yeah i'm guessing um, meld is the one where he's suffering from melding with sutner isn't yes. it the the Suda. Yeah. Yeah. Suda. yeah yeah that and, that one i quite liked yeah and yeah. random thoughts is the one where he's selling violent thoughts to to empaths and it's the it's the one that has a clip of event horizon is it in the in some of the in some of the imagery that he's giving <laughs> he's giving the guy he just feeds him Event Horizon. <laughs> Event Horizon. He's watched point. that on DVD some point recently. Yeah, he's like, yeah, oh, that'll work. Yeah. Yeah. I only watched Event Horizon uh, the other week. If you're not going to watch Trek over over this Halloween, watch Event Horizon. It's great. Hell yeah. Fucking love yeah, yeah. Event Horizon. Yeah. Um, yeah, fuck yeah, dude. Uh, <laughs> uh, but the uh, the winner for this category has got to go Empok Noor. Uh, I had Empok Noor. Empuck no, it's got it's real spooky. It goes kind of slashery at some point. It goes a bit like, yeah. it's a bit Friday Thirteenthy, and it has Garrick go full on over the edge and straight up murder people. Yeah, the, fucking awesome. I I had this um, when I had only one episode to talk about uh, today. It was going to be Empuck no, and then mm. the guys from Too Young for This track did it, and I was like. Fuck you! Know? <laughs> These guys have done well at talking about it. Now I have to come up with another episode because, like, oh no, you just you just have to come up with better jokes. No, no, like Eric. I think I think it was Eric uh, in Too Young for This Trek. Shout out, out to that, Too Young for This Trek. Yeah. Great Ooh. podcast. Yeah, um, was pointing out that you know, oh, you only see like the Cardassian like half dead people, the zombies. Uh, or whatever the the killers in shadow until like Garrick turns into one of them and he's one of the car- other Cardassians is hunting down Garrick and then suddenly Garrick's in shadow and be like ah. yeah it's fucking awesome <laughs> yeah, it's great it's like Dracula yeah love it yeah fantastic but, episode yeah it's great and it's a good episode because we get a a really great window into a fantastic character yeah especially you know. I, I can't remember if it's that episode or, or not where he's like, oh, people are treating me like very nice. And yeah, it's like that's... just before he goes like, everyone's very friendly to me now. They know like I'm against the Dominion and that is great for yeah. me on here. And, and I hate it. Mad. Yeah. I fucking hate it. Everyone loves me and I want to kill them all. <laughs> yeah. But they see, that's the thing. That's why, I, that's, why I, that's why I had this even as a category. Because yeah. like... Have you ever been? Ready have you ever been people? to the? Have you ever been to the post office? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you ever? Have you ever like had really vivid imagery in your mind of just bashing the person in front of you's fucking brains against the counter? Just, just, boof, boof. Yeah. 
like really visceral, clear, violent imagery. Hmm. Just yeah, the one of just... like, I wonder if I, I stab this person. I wonder if it would like, it's probably like not like stabbing chicken because that's just like 100% meat. Where I wonder if I stab like, this, if I stab this person, <laughs> will, the, will the woman behind the counter understand and serve me? Yeah. Yeah. Or could I get served before the police arrived? <laughs> do I? But the real scary question is, do I have this in me? Yeah. Do and and that's that's it. You know, that's the mm. that's the that's what's that's why that that's a category because like you know, do yeah. do we have it in you? And and is 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 that monster something that you want to let out? Do you want to know about mm. the monster inside? You know? Yeah. So uh, was this category psychological horror? Uh, yeah, we'll we'll go with that. Um, okay, because and... like beyond Empok Nora, I've got one. Okay. Um, TNG, remember me, which okay. is Beverly Crusher is on the Enterprise and people are disappearing, and she keeps on saying, uh... "Oh, wh- where, where's Nurse Ogawa?" And they're saying, "Like Nurse, who are you? Fucking off your tits." Like, oh, <laughs> she she's been here for um five seasons so far. She goes, no, never heard her. And she's then eventually by such and such. Yeah. And eventually it's just like hair and Picard. And yeah. she's like, Where and is Picard, everyone? It's, it's, like, it's, it's no, just like us. it's just, just me and you on the ship. We run it all us. by ourselves. Uh, <laughs> it's super awkward. Yeah. We we try not to fuck each other, but you know <laughs> there's only two of us here. Um and that that whole thing of like, if the universe isn't wrong, uh, or if if I'm not crazy, maybe the universe is wrong, which is like yeah. such an amazingly dumb line. It's, it's a like, great meme. It's a yeah. great meme. I've used it before. Yeah, like it, it's, it's good. Like it's... horror as well of being like, no, everyone thinks I am absolutely mad, uh, but mm. I know I'm like right, mm-hmm. and we only know she's right because like we've seen all the rest of. TNG. If we didn't know Nurse Agawa before she disappeared and like Bev's asking after her, you'd be like, "What yeah. the fuck are you talking about, Bev?" You know. Yeah, yeah. Um, that that leads into an episode that I didn't include on this, um, mm-hmm. and into the next category, uh, Whispers, the DS Nine. I think it's called Whispers, the DS Nine episode mm-hmm. where um, where O'Brien is a clone. Yeah, and yeah. Everyone yeah. else knows he's a clone except him, and he's all paranoid and shit. Yeah, great episode. Um, but amazing, um, O'Brien must suffer episode. Oh, wonderful. Um, but that episode, I do believe, was Beverly Crusher stuck in a mind prison of sorts. Um. Yeah. She was in like a it, mind it was in some she sort of collapsing universe, mi- micro universe, or some shit like that. It, yeah. was some, it was something. She yeah. might have been in a mind prison. It's, it's a bag of shit. Might as well. Uh, it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if it was a collapsing mini universe or a mind prison, it's all the same. Yeah. Um, so I did have frame of mind um, on this list, but then I remembered that fra- I'm pretty sure frame of mind is a simulation. Is it a mind prison? It's so the one where Riker, Riker... where Riker is in an asylum. Yeah. Uh, oh, I can't remember. It's been so long. Yeah, neither that, can I. I, so, I, I so... always get it mixed up with the one where he wakes up. He wakes up 
um, and it's like forty years in the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. There's been a few situations like that, and there's there was another one. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. move past it because then Let's we've go. got hard time. Another great O'Brien must suffer episode. Yeah. Um. Fucking society uh, and imprison people for. Yeah, man. Yeah. Many for, years for, in a second. Yes. It's it's a it's a crazy concept, you know. Mm. It's quite well done in that episode of Black Mirror where um, yeah. Charlie Chaplin's granddaughter is made to live a thousand years in a few seconds just for talking back at someone. Mm. Ugh, horrible. And that that Christmas special is a Christmas special. I, I do watch yeah. where it reuses it again, and it's just like that's one of the Christmas specials where you're like, oh no. Oh, Especially so if, if you've worked in retail um, or, you know, you, you've worked hospitality and having a song yep. play over and over again, you're like, yep, I've been through this. This is... I hate it. <laughs> this isn't some sort of dystopian nightmare. This is just my life. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the uh, the one that takes the cake has got to be the Thor uh, yeah, Voyager yeah. episode where... Balana and Kim get sent into a mind prison run by one of the voices of the Simpsons and a former member of Spinal Tap as yep. a horrific dancing cunt. Especially the end of it. Um, so, like, he trades Kim and Balana for Janeway and they've pulled a ruse on him. It's all mm-hmm. a ruse and it's just... Yep. A- a simulation of Janeway and he needs brainwaves to survive so he his whole universe is collapsing around him it's like oh yep. so quiet in here <laughs> yeah man it's yeah. like it reminds me of uh, that episode of the twilight zone where Burgess Meredith like mm. just wants to read his books and then yeah. the bomb goes off and then he's like now I have all the time in the world to read my books and then he sits down to read a book and his glasses break. Yeah. And he's, but there was time now. Yeah. But there was time. Um, can you can you imagine the horror that guy would have been in though, like that program, if like Balana had died at some point and he just had like Kim to amuse him? Kim's brainwaves. Oh, he'd have had <laughs> a great time tearing him apart for eternity. Yeah, but Kim's not interesting on the outside. I doubt he's interesting on the inside. Hmm. <laughs> Kim probably like fantasizes about you know clarinets and plain pieces of paper. <laughs> yeah, so it's just going to be like him manifesting a clarinet. Yeah, saying "Hey Harry," and he goes, <gasps> and then he goes, <laughs> and then he's like, "Oh, gone <laughs> For, forever." Yeah, it never gets old. Never. Uh, so then we've got cosmic horror. So there's a few like there's a few runners up because mm. when when we talk about cosmic horror, I've I've gone through a bunch of H.P. Lovecraft lately, mm. mostly to determine how much of it was truly horrific and how much of it is just racist. And some of it is genuinely scary. So much of it is just racist. Yeah. Uh, but a lot of it, like aside from the racism, a lot of it does convey that like in order to write good horror. Um, one has to be truly afraid of everything outside of their door, mm. um, which H.P. Lovecraft was. 
Um, Especially in... if they were a different color than him. Yeah, because like that's the thing. Cosmic horror is is all about things you don't understand. Yeah. And and the powerlessness that comes with mm. being confronted with the truly ineffable. Yeah. Um, so some of the episodes that that kind of come close to this would be things like uh, uh, masks was yeah. a close runner up. Um, we have these all powerful beings that are that they use uh, the bodies of 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 their subjects to enact their story as a, as a kind of performance. Mm-hmm. Um, I, but the the problem with that I found, and I I ended up having a quite a heated discussion with my partner about this, mm. is that because of the whole sort of heroes cycle nature of the myth in yeah. faces, and the whole good versus evil battle, it doesn't count as truly cosmic horror because cosmic horror is is less about good triumphing over evil as it is about an uncaring, unfeeling universe just mm. rolling over anything you've ever cared about. Yeah. Um, and so because of that, we also had the, the 10C, the villains. Well, not the villains, but the, the problem from the last series of Discovery. Honestly, yeah. I was so happy when they when they found out that the fucking... The, the, what was the weapon again? The... It was like an Omega... De- well, it wasn't an Omega device. They had a, it it had an anagram. The BMF. The the BMF yeah. or whatever it was called. <laughs> BFG-9000. Uh, yeah, they, the BFG. they got the BFG-9000 from Yeah, when they, when they found out that this thing that was rolling across the galaxy destroying planets was basically just like a cosmic fucking vacuum mm. just sucking up particles of something that they needed to do a basic action. Yeah. I fucking loved that. Yeah. That and the uh, character design of the Tensi as well is yes. like so on point. Super massive, like yeah. very Lovecraftian, like Cthulhu thing. But if it was just like the, a human with like shit stuffed on their face, mm, being like, nah, nah. Or a no, tiny little no redemption tiny little scene. squid flower. Yeah. No. Uh, but the Tensi doesn't count because they were inevitably benevolent. Yeah. Lame. What um, would um, would this one count in in this category then, or because I've got it in like more of an action horror, like an aliens. Okay. Um, Voyager macrocosm. No, that would that would uh, potentially yeah, cosmic horror. There because it's obviously an alien tribute, an alien in viruses. many ways counts as cosmic horror. Yeah, they're just like these random. Viruses that are meter by meter across, just flying through the decks, trying to stab people. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So weird. Yeah, think like things like that. But the the thing is, we ultimately come to understand and overcome. Mm. Um, but then yeah. we've got things like Q Who, the first mm. appearance of the Borg, very spooky episode when we first encounter the Borg. Yeah. Um, and and as they're first presented in that ev- episode. Um, we don't understand them. We don't mm. overcome them. We we hightail it out of there. Very like Call of Cthulhu. They encounter this this big structure. They don't understand what they've yeah. encountered. This thing seems to have uh, 
motivation that we can't understand and is and and completely outclasses us and would completely overpower us. Yeah. And uh, much like in the Call of Cthulhu, the the answer is to just get the fuck out of there. Yeah. So that that's definitely that definitely counts as cosmic horror. But yeah. the absolute taker of cakes. Oh, mm-hmm. we've also got where silence has lease, where we meet Nigilum, which I think is is a you know the the black I mean, hole. That oh, like, yeah, yeah, and with a face. Bit, just the that. Yeah, the 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 problem that we have with that episode is that he is a silly looking face. Yeah. But I do love that episode. It's very spooky, very creepy. It's um, very it's and, very TOS, very early TNG sort of stuff. Yeah. What it is. It's like the cosmic hand reaching out for the Enterprise yeah, sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, and he's asking questions about death and shit. Yeah, he doesn't understand death. Um, and also Nigilim kind of sounds like Cthulhu. Hmm. It's got yeah. like similar rhythm to it. Hmm. Um, but the the winner's got to be the Voyager episode Bliss. Where yes. the vo- where Voyager finds what they think yes, yeah, is a wormhole, but it turns they turn, that's no wormhole. That's the gaping maw of a giant fucking space whale that's that's gonna fucking eat you. Yeah. Um. And like, oh, I love it. It you comes know, it's, way too early in like Voyager's run, though. It's like season yeah. one, and you, you, mm. no one's. It's it's got seven of nine, so it's like season three or four, maybe. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. That, and it's great. I it's love like, it. It's, it's still too early. Like, it's halfway through a season. They're not going to... Well, they they could have, but they didn't. They're not going to be like, oh, season four, episode seven, we get back to air. You're just it's like, definitely too, easy, too early in the season for yeah, the episode. Yeah. Absolutely. They should have saved it for, like, you know, maybe mm. three away from the end. Mm. Uh, but it's, it's a great episode because it's got that, like... It's got that cosmic horror element of this giant super being that yeah. completely outclasses and outmatches us. It's basic want. It's 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 not even so much that we don't understand it, but that like its basic wants completely override anything you've ever cared about in your life, mm. and be- just because of its ancient super massiveness, yeah, um, it attacks the mind. It drives you crazy. You know, part of the whole Cthulhu mythos is that, like, you know, Cthulhu reaches out not just like, you know, not only is yeah. he a giant super destructive being, but he can reach out with his mind. Hmm. Um, you Especially know, and, when they, they think they've escaped and they're like, we're out of here. And then they go, hold on, that was really easy. <laughs> Do yeah. you want to check again? We're actually yeah, out of here. Man. Yeah, walking hand in hand into destruction. Yeah, it's just it's awesome, and of course at the end the uh, the the old fucking space pirate that's been mm. trying to take down his white whale, mm. um, of course after escaping he he just he's going straight back in there. He goes again. back in for more. He just can't get away. He's been driven mad and obsessed. Yeah, um, at the uh, at the vast destructiveness of the universe. Um, I, I guess the doomsday machines as well from TOS fall into the, this category where it's like this unimaginable, well, imaginable because we see them, but yes. <laughs> this horror of unknown whatever, and it just trolls around the galaxy doing something for who knows why. Is it a creature? Is it intelligent? 
Um, it's expanded on in, in, you know, beta canon or whatever, but in TOS, it's like, what the fuck's up with this? Yeah, man, they're always showing up on Star Trek Online, I'll tell you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sent from outside the galaxy or some shit like that, aren't they? Hmm. And the crystalline entities, in a way, yeah, um, also fall into this category, but they're just not that scary. They're too shiny. Mm. They're too clean. Too they're Christmas de- uh, decorations, aren't they? You yeah. hang them on a Christmas tree. Yeah. Uh, and especially when like a comet can kill a hundred of them at once, like uh, Star Trek number one does. Uh, yeah. But yeah, that so that so bliss. Definitely wins that category because it crosses all of the cosmic horror. It, it ticks all the cosmic horror boxes. Mm-hmm. Um, it makes me think about um, you know the vast, the vastness of the universe, and just how chaotic it is, um, yeah. and just how powerless we are. But also, Gold. it does that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> But it it it's, it also relates to the the a thing that the cosmic horror trope has, which is why I which is why I finally decided to finally tackle H.P. Lovecraft despite all of his racism. So I found out that they both like one of the things that he suffered with that fed into um, things like Cthulhu hmm. is a thing that I have, and this is this is my phobia. Everyone has a phobia. This is what I'm afraid of. So I have what might what many would call um thalassophobia. Do you know what thalassophobia is? Fear of deep water? Yes, fear of deep dark uh, oh, well, water. Of the unknown of the, the depths below, let's say. The unknown of the depths below, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Ooh. I have been in a lot of deep dark water in my life, and I'll tell you right, those are some triumphant moments for me. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I only saw a video this week of someone getting ready to go like scuba diving and hanging off the edge of a boat, ready to dive off. And you see, like, when they're at like counting down from five at two, a shark appearing below them, like oh. right below the person. Yeah, right. You can't right. see through so, the ocean. That I'm glad you mentioned that. Yeah. So that's the lassophobia. The mm-hmm. the thing that really gives me the fucking willies. Yeah. Megalohydrothalassophobia. Big things under the ocean? Deep, super or... massive sea creatures. Yeah, yeah. Squids. Nah, squids. Yeah, squids. Squids are, yeah. Uh, it's no, less no. so much of that. It's much, so much is like the idea of like, uh, uh, yeah, no, that. Uh. When you see like, there's that famous, famous picture, isn't it, with like a squid miles under the ocean and it's just got these tentacles that are, or is it jellyfish yeah. that are just like super long down into the into extra depths and you're like, see, no, that might as well that, be alien. I, that image, might as well be that alien. image, that I think that's cool. I think that's cool. Yeah. That's fine. It's like weird. Jellyfish. It's weird how it works. What is, what's a jellyfish? It's like megalodon. Fuck that. No, I'd I'd rather like see it. Like I'd rather be killed by a megalodon than like a jellyfish. A jellyfish? You know, come on, they, these guys are like a megalodon has eyes. It has teeth. It has an ass. You know. Yeah, I see. The thing is, if I was if I was doing scuba, hmm. 
if I was underwater, the only reason I would be underwater would be some kind of scuba situation because I'm not a boat person. Yeah. Well, Surely I would yes. have a knife. Surely I would have a knife. Yeah, but like, like if a ge- if a giant jellyfish got me, you just slash in all directions. But That's it's fine. jelly. Have you tried to cut like normal jelly? Yeah, but the knife, when like, that jelly it molds is, is around your the knife. body. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. I'll just fucking cut my way out. I'll cut my way out. It's fine. The idea of being like chomped by a megalodon. It, it's for me. I think it's the idea of being trapped in in its domain. Yeah, like I'm in its domain, and but, I am completely powerless. A megalodon's probably going to be it by itself. There are schools of jellyfish. You could look up from scuba diving and see a hundred jellyfish above you. I'd be like, "That's cool. I'm about no, to die, but that's no, cool. No, no, no. At least I'm not. At least I'm not being confronted with a giant super predator." I'd be dead like that with megalodon, and I'd be happy. <laughs> you mean you'd die pretty quickly from a jellyfish sting? Yeah, but I'd freak out a lot more. I wouldn't freak out. I'd have a knife. Yeah, but yeah, I get the knife out in front of a megalodon. It's not going to do shit. Not going to do shit with a school of a hundred jellyfish, even. Yeah, I'd go down. I don't have that enough, like enough piss within me to uh, neutralize that sort of sting. <laughs> yeah, jellyfish are scary. Like, They're very jelly. When I constantly drink, I don't have enough. There. Um, last category: spooky vibes. Just go for mm. some spooky vibes. We've got night terror and schisms. Um, yep. Some of the um, you know two great fucking images: the the scene where the various crew members are describing the table that they were on. Yeah. And they all come to, they start describing the sound and they all come to realize that they've all been abducted. Mm. Um, Just that Bev's dealing with all dead people and then everyone wakes up behind her with like yeah, the white that's sheets. Night over them terrors. Still. Yeah. yeah. Night terrors. Everyone that's starts hallucinating because uh, everyone starts hallucinating because they've, because uh, they're it's not sleeping not right. REM sleep or whatever. Yeah. yeah. It's fucking awesome. Again, that fits into the, uh, psychological horror of you know people losing their mind yeah so uh so yeah any other uh any any other thoughts on either of those episodes uh no it's been it's been a while since i've watched uh schisms i i only remember like the abduction scene where like people come off like are floating above the bed as yeah. fly out. Um, yeah, they, yeah 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 classic like fox, fox Mulder. Uh, yeah yeah, or yeah. Poltergeist, yeah. Um, that's the only real scene I remember from Schisms. Uh, yeah, the, well, the, like I say, the good scenes from those are the ones where people are kind of losing their mind a bit, and yeah. and the scene in the holodeck when they when they all come mm. to the realization that they that they're being abducted and probed. Yeah, that that's a good scene. That where they're like, and it was a table like this, and they go like, no, at an angle. Oh, but it had uh, arm restraints on. Put arm restraints on this table, mm. holodeck. Like this is the fucking chair I was in. Yeah. That's a good scene. So yeah, is that is that all your categories uh, done for? Yeah, I've got yeah. What one um, so special those, category those for mine. myself? Yeah. So so what else? I'm just going to close down this thing. So yeah, what else, what other spooky episode recommendations do you have? 
So I, f- I forgot to say for body horror, um, Voyager Threshold, um, when oh. <laughs> Tom Paris turns into a lizard and he's like, oh, my tongue fell out. And he just like rips his tongue out. <laughs> you know, it's, it's an okay episode. It's not It's not a good episode. It's, a, it's funny. Yeah. But it's one of the funnier horror. episodes of Star Trek. Yeah. And um, my, my final weird category is pregnancy. <laughs> so, not the Troy one. DS9, do you, do you know the darkness and the light? So it is, it's pretty much, I know what you did last summer, but it is on DS9. So Kira's, Kira's mulling about DS9 and she starts hearing all her like resistance buddies keep dying one at a time. Oh, yes. And and she's like, what the fuck's happening here? And she's heavily and pregnant she's with pre- like, heavily pregnant, yeah. O'Brien's kid. And it turns out like this, she was part of a resistance cell because she's part of every fucking resistance cell. And it bombed a Cardassian base. And their just housekeeper, who's half melted down the side of him, is just picking them all off one by one. And he's like, no, I'm, I'm being, you know, I'm not indiscriminately killing. I'm just killing the people who were against, you know, who yeah. indiscriminately killed before. And then uh, he abducts her or gets her there, straps her to her table, and he's just like, you know, the darkness can't see what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to free the child from its no, burden. No. And he's just like... And again, it's like this sort of half-and-half half face where he's just melted on one half. Hmm. And she's just pleading with him in the end, like, no, this this kid can't be taken out of me now. Keep me here, leave in a month, extract the kid then, and then kill me. You know, yeah. just don't kill don't extract the kid now you yeah know, that's that's horrific um yeah. especially with she's badass yeah and it is pretty much i don't know i, I know what you did last summer where yeah it's like, definitely you yeah, did yeah, some yeah. shit wrong um yeah and the the other one is uh enterprise uh the episode unexpected where trip gets pregnant because that's <laughs> oh yeah, I see. Is this is this a deep seated fear that you have of getting pregnant? I I think I watched what 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 was the Arnie one? Uh, what was the Arnie? <laughs> I think I watched that once. Now Arnold just like, Schwarzenegger get has a baby. Yeah, I was just yeah. like, no, 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 that's not going to fit out there. <laughs> <You know? laughs> see, I thought you were going to. Uh, I thought you were going to pick that. I was holding off on on picking a zombie, mm. a zombie genre. Yeah. I know um, Enterprise's Impulse, which is the zombie Impulse. one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I thought you were going to pick that one at some no. point. No. I, I'm much yeah. more horrified, you know, at the case of, you know, getting pregnant as a guy and just being like, I don't have the equipment for this. <laughs> That's oh, body God, horror. I'm going to have to push a baby out my dick. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, Impulse is another good recommendation if zombies are more your flavor. Yeah. That is, um, they're going into the expanse and they're early into it, and it affects Vulcans. Or no, mm-hmm. the the Trellium D that you need to shield yes. your ship for, you know, against the I don't know corrosive nature of the expanse. It makes Vulcans go mad mm. and gives them like rage zombies. virus. Yeah. So like twenty eight days later, t- style zombies. Mm. So they're Fast on a Vulcan runners. ship and just have like fucking loads of 
Vulcan zombies. Slimy Vulcans. Out. Yeah. Um, but that's it, I suppose. Is that it? Yeah, that, that's all I've got for that, horror episodes. That, that's it. See, after the like success of Vampire, uh, Werewolf by Night, I was going to say Vampire by Night, uh, Werewolf by Night, I'm hoping Strange New Worlds, because it, it feels like in their sort of category to do a black and white episode of like horror. Yeah, definitely. Like yeah. Mad Scientist style. Yeah, de- de- there's definitely there's definitely something to be done there. Yeah. So I'm I'm hoping next season we get it. We get it because we got a horror episode from them that was pretty much aliens this year. Yes, we did. That was good. Yeah. So I'm hoping we can get a a proper old school horror sort of Frankenstein or that sort of stuff from them this year. Absolutely. Right, should we go on to uh, this? the latest episodes of Star Trek, the season finale of Lower Decks? And, the season uh, finale finally came for you. You've been thinking it was for weeks and weeks. Mate, I don't know what, like, that was just, that was just an acute case of brain fart. Yeah. Just re- recurring brain fart. Yeah. Don't now, know what happened there, mate. I, I look forward to, from... You know, next week forward, you thinking it's the finale of um, Star Trek Prodigy? <laughs> I'm gonna think it's the finale of Lower Decks still. Yeah, just next week. Oh, the, we're talking about Prodigy. Really... It's the finale of Lower Decks, is it not? Yeah, this this is a really weird way to end the season of Lower Decks with yeah. setting it entirely on the Proto Star. Yeah. <laughs> very strange. Very strange. Mm. Um, but what what did you think of the episode, um, which presumably had a name? I haven't looked up the name yet. It was yeah. it's looking at the stars, I, or something like that. Yeah, I uh, it, I've got I've got some stuff up here. Uh, the stars at night. Uh, there you go. Stars at night. The stars at night. Yeah, I did get to reuse uh, a note from last week. Okay, your your this this yeah. season has done this. Yeah, um, yeah. it's so, somewhat underwhelming. But not really? not as a finale. I mean the last moments. And I'll save it for spoilers, but okay, there is yeah, something yeah. that I was hoping from this season that that we just didn't get. Did you uh, did you watch the after credits? That, Are you talking about the after credits? I did. Okay. I watched the go, after go. credits, still wasn't in there, but overall mm. relatively fun episode. There was some great yeah. some great use of shacks. Yeah. Um, and so, at its prime here, really. Yeah, some. Uh, if you if you live in California, mm. you are gonna love it. Yeah. Um, and uh, there's some great uh, some some. I know there's some stuff that you were gonna thoroughly enjoy about uh, Mariner that we got. So yeah, it was good. The light on the. I I usually try to you know. Mm. I judge an episode based on how well it achieves its balance of references, jokes, and story. Yeah. Pretty light on the jokes. But it wasn't attempting to make the jokes. Mm. You know, usually when it fails in the jokes, it's because the jokes aren't landing. Yeah. So this is a more serious episode. So, like. I think that's the case with the references as well, where the references. It's not a heavy reference episode. It is Mm. like. It's mostly plot. Yeah, it's plot. It's all good. There's a, a good bit of action in there. Um, 
had me fist bumping it like or figuratively fist bumping it like yeah. times where I was just like yeah um, so yeah I, I thought it was I thought it was a great episode and you know great finale and I, I'm sure they put more animation budget like not only for the ship stuff but the scenes with people as well they seem much smoother during the finales yeah, yeah I feel year. like yeah I feel like the back half of this season like I feel like the like weirdly enough, I feel like the animation got better as the season went on. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. So like, this this one has heavy outside of ship, well ship stuff in it, and all the animation for that is great. Mm. Um, but all the stuff inside the ship as well, the animation is fantastic, and it's like yeah, you know, loved it, loved it. Uh, do you want me to give my, I would say quick rundown, but the low decks ones seem to keep expanding. Yeah. The Prodigy one is very short, don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. So after last week's episode, we've got Admiral Bonamigo, uh pitching retiring all the California class uh, ships like the Cerritos in favor of his automated Texas class ship. Uh, Freeman suggests that the Cerritos and the Altio um, do a second contact race across a couple of sectors delivering supplies building out posts to prove which one's better uh the cerritos loses the race but the altido uh didn't st- stick by the prime directive across the course uh, at the same time rubford works out that it was when amigo that erased his memory and the code for the texas class ai is based on uh, his code which was used in badgie uh, or he used in badgie when Amigo thinks he's doing uh, a good of the many sort of thing by saving people who would have served on the Californian class and died um, and sets the Aluminio Altido, gives it autonomy and tells it to destroy the Cerritos, but it goes mad like all evil AIs does, blows him up, activates other Texas class, starts attacking the station, the Cerritos and a Sovereign class. Um, Mariner, who's been Indiana Jonesing around, um, with not Vash, sees the Cerritos under attack and goes off to race to help. Uh, Cerritos gets the Texas class to follow it into warp. Um, Freeman asks for suggestions for the crew. Boimler, who's been trying to apologize for Shaxx, uh, to Shax for him overhearing him doing a dodgy impression of Shax, tells everyone to shut up, listen to Shax, who suggests dropping the warp core behind them as a mine. That works, but it takes out two or three Texas classes. The Altido is still there. Um, Mariner arrives with backup, which is all the California classes in their fleet, which overwhelm the Alito and uh, destroy it. Um, Mariner comes back to the Cerritos. Everyone apologizes. Uh, She's had a taste of civilian life, talks to Freeman and rejoins the ship. Talen uh, transfers to the Cerritos. Shanks thanks Boimler for uh, letting him eject the warp core. And we've got after credits... A ship picks up Rubford's original implant with Badgie on. A lot did happen in that episode. That that's a now that you mention it. Yeah. That's that skipping a fair bit as well. Where I go like, oh, and the race finished. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't oh, do yeah, any of the race. race. Yeah. Yeah, they had a race. They raced. Apparently. Yeah, there was so much in that episode. Yeah. Um, it was such like an easy call. We called last week anyway that when Amigo was like he set them up and he knew the Breen was there and... Yeah. Yeah. An easy call uh, for us. 
Uh, it was interesting to find out, like, Buen Amigo was the guy that, that messed with Rutherford's head. Yeah. Um, Surprised that, that like... came so early, that, that reveal. I thought that was yeah, going to be, like, a next season. Yeah, it was cool that, like, it was the code that he wrote when he was douchebag Rutherford. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so it's a douchebag code. Yeah. Uh, but maybe he's just not good at writing code, because, like you say, badgy. Yeah. Um, uh, highlight of the episode for me was Shax. Yes. Shax getting his moment to eject the warp core. Yeah. And just finally getting to eject. And, like, it was People. sweet. Almost high fiving him in the corridor as he goes to do it, you know. <laughs> Finally, I've waited so long. Yeah, <laughs> three seasons now of saying like eject the warp core. We need to eject like, the warp fire. core. Yeah, <laughs> running down, he's smiling. Yeah, he, man. You know, and it did make me feel things. You know, not to be Dennis out of so- always sunny or whatever, but it made me feel things. Where he's at the end, he's saying to like Boimler. You know, you're part of the Burr Club now. Um, yeah. Because he's got Rubford as baby bear, and now he's got Bob as a different bear. Yeah. Know. Rutherford's good. Uh, what's what's going to be? Mama bear. Bold probably. bear. <laughs> yeah. Bold, bold bear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that, that I, I do agree that was the highlight of the episode. Yeah. Funny um, story point all worked, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. It's um, yeah. It, it uh, he's ready to die again. He's yeah. His he closed a loop. Yeah. Um. I wonder if they'll kill him again. Oh, they better not. Uh, if they do. They better bring him back. You know. They need. They need shacks nowadays. Uh, we got a great Indiana Jones. Like you, you were saying. Like I'm looking forward to you. Look, I'm from fucking hell. You were saying that you were looking forward to some space Indiana Jones stuff, and we got exactly that. Yeah, we almost exactly with the music that. as well. The music was just like seemed to be like copied and pasted from an Indiana yeah. Jones. The Idol. Yeah. <laughs> or Ringy chasing her, and it. I thought it was a decent reveal as well because I hadn't pegged it that Picard was financing the. Uh, the guild or whatever it is. Yeah. Because I was like, oh no, Mariner, Mariner's clued up here. She's going to find out that they're doing stuff unscrupulously and she's going to go back to Starfleet. But no, it was just like, no, Picard pays for us yeah, to do Picard this. Yeah, Picard pays for it. He's just yeah. quiet about it. Yeah, he likes he likes archaeology. Of course he's going to pay. He hates attention. Yeah. Loves archaeology, hates attention. Of course he's going to pay for this yeah. sort of stuff. So I, I thought that was a good reveal that I hadn't pegged. You know, it's nice to be mm, surprised yeah. once in a while. Uh, I did, for for my laugh out louds, um, when they're getting the ship ready to, to go to, you know, to go against this race, against the Alito, um, they're all teaching different areas of the ship. And we've got um, Dr. Miglio being saying, like, don't be a cantaloupe be a cantaloupe and then uh, we've got <laughs> yeah a good one and then we've got ransom teaching the Riker maneuver and saying like you've got to get your leg high and then sit hard like <laughs> sit hard. Yeah. yeah that was a good one, that was I, a good I, one. I did have a, a good laugh out loud with that really mm-hmm. yeah um let's just 
and uh, that one of my only. Oh, and uh, in that same scene, there's got Doctor. What's her name? Doctor Tana. Tiana. Mm. Um, she's saying, "I served seven years of God, goddamn Uber for this ship. <laughs> I'm not going to lose it now, or whatever." It's like, yeah. yeah. I've played on birth ships in games. <laughs> yep. I understand that that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, man, on Star Trek Online, that chick's got a big ass. Shit fucking drags. Yeah. I always remember from like um, Star Trek Armada, it's like, what difficulty do you want? Do you want birth Easy. And it's like, or Miranda, medium, or Constitution, hard. And they kind of like scale the enemies on like how bad a ship you've got. Yeah. <laughs> so if you've got like a shite ship, it's like one enemy who can't target you. And that's the Oberth experience. Because they're yep. just worried that if anyone ever shoots you, you'll fall out the sky immediately. Yep. You'll just crumple. Yeah. Um, in terms of like laugh out loud moments, I can't say that there were... Many like big laugh out loud moments. Yeah, uh, I'm just like scanning. I didn't like make any notes when I was watching it, mm. but like, yeah. But I did. There were some moments that I like. I did thoroughly enjoy. Like I did laugh out. That's not true. I I was howling with laughter when mm. when Shax was going to eject the warp core. Yeah. But it's more stuff like I really enjoyed the moment where all the California class ships came out. Um, I I loved how much it wasn't a copy and paste job. Yeah, they've all got their own like. They were all very distinct. Yeah, they've Um, all got their own whole design or whatever, where it's like they've painted yellow on top or whatever. Yeah, Um, we see a couple of the crews we've seen before, like. Um, the bug ones where they're all like they look like the Cerritos crew but they're bugs is the one where the doctor says everyone doesn't know what I'm doing on this ship like it was like yep. just before an episode and everyone's acting weird to me she gets to the bridge and they're all different she goes did I get up get onto the wrong ship like, <laughs> yeah um, um, yeah, there was a few ships, like all the ships were named after different areas in California. I'm not going to yeah. list them all, uh, but yeah, um, one of the interesting ones was like at one point you're looking through the, the crews and you see like a crew that's basically just made up of the, the, the Cerritos crew, but they're different. Yeah. A lot of them That's the are... one I'm talking about where they're like... Is that the that, one you're talking that, about? That's the one that featured in an episode before, I reckon. Right, okay. Because, like, it was a funny moment because, like, the sh- it ling- the shot lingers on the crew and there's yeah. no one talking when they do it and nothing's mm. said. They No one says anything. Mm. It's a funny moment, but, yeah. Um, the, the moment that I was disappointed that we didn't get was any kind of tie-in to the, to the Strange New Worlds crossover that we're going to get. Yeah, but that's that's kind of disappointment of our own making where we know yeah. that's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. I just want. I just want. I just want. I just want something. I just want something. Yeah. Um, but and like, you know, could you still be like, could still be temporal cold war shenanigans. Yeah, maybe he's right. Yeah. Or we we get hope. Hopefully, again, we get um, Archer. Temporal Cold War, Man in the Shadows guy. Hopefully. Uh, maybe. 
You, you know what I thought, I thought was good about this compared to like, I'm trying to remember the, the season one finale, but like certainly whatever the season finale it was where Riker appeared, maybe last season, or the, was it season one that Riker was in there? Yeah, he was in the finale. Season one, okay, yeah. Yeah. But like that relied on the saviour was um, like an Easter egg, if you know what I mean, yeah. where it was like, Oh, the Savior's a res- uh, a reference. Yeah. And the close we get to that, this episode is like a sovereign class um warping in and getting annihilated immediately. Yeah. You know, it's not it's not the reference that saves them, it's themselves. Yeah. And loads of themselves. Better. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um uh yeah, rather than like just a out of left field um nostalgia reference. Yeah, you know it builds on you know characters that we've met throughout the series, and you know throughout this series, there's been a lot of like California class pride. Mm. Um, so you know it's it's a nice uh, resolution for that. And and do, do you mind while while we're on it, if I if I skip to the message that I got for the episode because it it links in heavily, like. Season one finale, it's like, oh, it's the Titan and it saves them. Whereas this episode says, like, directly to the audience, um, when Mariner finds out, like, the Cerritos is under attack, it's like, the Cerritos is a ship, but the people matter. When, like, not Vash is saying, like, oh, it's the Cerritos, you know, what do you care about that? Like, it's the people that save them and it's the people that, you know, they care about rather than just being, like, a reference a reference ship that they can pull out of yeah. like Star Trek Cannon's ass. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. I didn't think much about like the the lesson for this episode. Shall I tell yeah. you what I did today? I watched Star Trek and then I met my partner and their child. Oh, uh, nice. And then we went and had lunch and then we went and played crazy golf. With I'm trying to remember I, I, I saw tied with of... a seven year old <laughs> <laughs> purposely you chose I got two holes in one though motherfucker you purposely tied with a seven year old to be nice to them nah man I would have tried to <laughs> like I, I I will say I did not try to win okay there we go yeah that's fair but enough, I then. didn't I didn't try to win hmm. but I did still get two holes in one great that's what we like to hear um but yeah uh golf bastard, master. little shit Little shit. Mama's <laughs> is the winner, but Mama's is the winner. Mama's. And then it was Mama's first the worst, second the best, joint yeah. second. Um, and then Rufus was like, and then the kid was like, first the worst, second the best, third Ethan's stinky poo head. Well, he's like pegged you, hasn't he, really? That doesn't yeah. rhyme, <laughs> yeah. but okay. We, yeah. I mean, the, the trouble <laughs> is he, he's got you. Uh, as well, yeah, no, I there's, there's no comeback to that. Like, I can't, I can't argue with that. Yeah. So whatever. <laughs> um. So yeah, I didn't. I guess the most that it's. You must have got like a, a stick up for each other at least. Yeah. No, I mean. like teamwork based stuff. You yeah. know. Teamwork. Teamwork makes Rallying, the dream work. Ra- yeah, teamwork makes the dream work. Mm. Yeah, that that's yeah. yeah. That'll do. Yeah. And and 
you know you got time we, to lean you got time to clean you got time to clean and we finally got t len on the crew which we'd said on episode one of this what season what the fuck that was at the end of last season yeah we were like episode oh. one we were like oh t len's gonna be in this now we've seen her for the trailer um in the background of she was in the fucking background of um, Crisis Point 2, and now she joins the ship. Lies! 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 Yeah. Sons yeah. of bitches. Mm. But yeah, that's a weird one, isn't it? Yeah, but I, I like them giving someone else for um, what's a name to bounce off on. Um, yeah, yeah, a good, um, a good straight man for her goofball character. Yeah. 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 Considering now just Rutherford needs someone because Rutherford gets short-shifted in every single fucking episode of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, including this, he's just thinking about stuff for 80% of the he, episode. D- he, he, he does crack it. He does give he them... He cracks it, but he's just he thinking give, about you know, stuff. He does. He cracks it, and, like, they, they got... A, they got a head start on the on the situation thanks yeah. to him, and I suppose that helps. Yeah. Uh, but if he's not there, the exact same thing happens. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like it was pretty Freeman funny. would still be like, no, you know, it didn't abide by the Prime Directive. It didn't scan for life on that planet. And then he still would have sensed to blow them up. You know, it's the exact yeah. same thing. It's just we got context or they got context as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I liked it when, uh, when uh, was it Aleppo? Not Aleppo. That's something. That's somewhere else. Mm. Alito. Alito. Yeah, I, I said uh, it probably when, four different times during my episode description. I like it that Alito just as soon as he gives gets full consciousness and like full autonomy, just just keeps saying, "I will burn your heart with fire." Yeah. To any anything resembling a father figure. Yeah. I and will when destroy it's like... your father. At the end, like where it's against all the Californias, it like singles out the uh, Cerritos still, and it's like, "I will kill you." <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I liked that. We didn't get it joining, like, no the uh, the the wall of evil computers. No, I, I was um, through the episode. I was like, "Oh, it could still happen," you know. It's um, yeah. My prediction like could come true. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. we got Badgie at the end. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do Do we have anything else to say on um, whatever this episode of the finale? No, of I mean, Lowe I guess just three. like you know, overall for the se- overall thoughts of the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I will say like there was you know characters. I wouldn't necessarily say they had arcs. But there were resolutions. There were, you know, this episode, this series yeah. set stuff up early. There, were, there was a payoff mm. yeah. at the end of the season at some point. Um, and you know, things that we not only like so much set up and payoff, but uh, hearkening back to previous episodes, like yeah. something that happened in a previous episode ends up helping out in a later episode so like you know i'm surprised in this one they didn't do a um previously on and explain who badgie was because they just say during the episode like oh that's the code for badgie and just assume everyone knows and normally 
in TV nowadays, it's like, no, the audience is fucking idiots. You need to say exactly. You need to explain <laughs> every single person who's going to be in this episode who wasn't in the last one where they come from. <laughs> you know, but like it wasn't Badgie's code in the in the ship, was it? He said he wrote it when he was douchebag Rutherford. But it, it, he I says it's, Badgie it, was in. He I says think... it's based on Badgie's code, or Badgie was oh, based on that right, code okay. as well. Badgie was based on that code as well. Yeah, because I think that like Badgie at the end, I think that was from like Cerritos wreckage, just because there was shit all over the place. No, the the wreckage at the end. At the end of season one, where they're against the um, pack lids, and Shax rips right. out um, Thingy's thing, pushes him out the shuttle, and then blows up. That's where Shax first dies. It's that's that what that's a reference to, right? Ah, so technically, Rufford's on his second head thing. Yeah, he's he's had a few. They must yeah. must be nice. Yeah. Must be nice. I like the, you know, oh, and you're still wearing it, and it goes dark, and he's like, oh no, it caused me to do terrible, terrible things, <laughs> but it's cool. Yeah, yeah. It's, I'm still discovering new little menus. He goes yeah. on heat vision with it. Yeah, I, I know that this season, um, I don't think we were overall as fun with the messages of the season, and we had yeah, that stupid yeah. episode that didn't really have the Cerritos crew in it with peanut butter. Yeah. That that episode sucked. Yeah. Um, the weird pro authoritarian messaging that there was a vague through line throughout this season was weird. Mm. But I am willing to chalk that down to an oversight rather than an outright yeah. subliminal message. It just felt strange that there were like three in a row of them. I think. Yeah. It was yeah. just. It just. It just hit the ear wrong. Yeah. You know. But yeah. I- a, a good, I think we left the season in a good place. You know, we've got stuff set up. We've got Mariner happy to be part of the Federation and potentially willing to climb ranks. Mm-hmm. We've got uh, Tendi climbing ranks with a new study buddy. We've got Boimler still being bold, but also being part of Shax's piece now. Yeah. And we've got Rutherford who... Rutherford's cool. Rutherford's Rutherford, fine. Hey! Rutherford got a story that was like half semi, half semi-contained within Rutherford's the uh, here. series. Rutherford's yeah. just happy to be there. Yeah. I, again, the the one thing I hope for episode on episode and you know year on year is they just do more together rather than being like Rutherford, you go off and do something. Maybe with Tendi. Tendi, you go off and do something. Maybe with Rutherford. Yeah. And Boimler and Mariner, you stay together and do stuff. You know, it's. Yeah, every every episode, every episode. But I mean, that's that's how a Star Trek episode works in like normal Star Trek. This is yeah, like but you know, we, we've short, had the discussion where like animation, and that's how you do short form animation. Yeah, we we've had the discussion though. Like in a TNG episode, they they'd go away. Like Data and Geordi would go away for half an episode and barely interact with Picard, but they were struggling towards the same goal. Whereas in this, they don't really struggle towards the same goal at all. They're just like, mm-hmm. it's you're doing your side piece, we're doing our side piece, and it may interact at some point. Side, side, side piece means something else. Yeah, well, yeah. You're, you're That's doing what your Mariner side was thing. doing. Ew. Yeah. 
But yeah, a good a good enough season. Um, we didn't see a, a, a um, like we didn't see Mariner reunite with Jennifer, is it? Yeah, Je- Jennifer gave her a look on the way in. Um, so kind of a ashamed look at herself. Um, while while seeing Mariner walk in. So, you know, potentially stuff can start up again, up again there. Potentially it won't. Yeah. And are we are we done with um, yeah, yeah, Lower no. Decks? Yeah, I'm happy to send Lower Decks off. It tidied me over. <laughs> tidied me over. Until next year, good sirs. Yeah, man. Early next year with your Strange New Worlds crossover. Yeah, real face. We'll be able to see your paws. Yeah. Arr. No, I meant pause. Uh, I'm just being silly. Aww, you silly boy. Um, so Star Trek Prodigy then. Um, Asylum, this episode is called. Season 3, episode 1. It might as well fucking be. <laughs> this is, according to them, this is episode 11 of season 1. Despite them having 40 weeks off, despite them putting out a game... In the meantime, they're still counting this as season one. This is season three, episode one. Yeah. Um, but it was a great episode. Yeah. A lot of fun. You know, yeah. no spoilers. Um, we got some, we got, we met some new faces. Mm-hmm. We saw some old faces. Um, we, 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 it was a, it was a fun romp. Yeah. I enjoyed it more than I enjoyed the episode of Lower Decks. Did you? Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, I I think I, I felt more things in Lower Deck, so I enjoyed it more, you know. I had more fist bumps and I had more like whatever in Lower Decks. But I, I, I did enjoy it. Did you as fist well. bump yourself or did you just go, yeah? It's like, yes. Well, you know, like woo oh, freeze punch, frame. Punch in the air, like not like Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't I didn't fist bump myself. <laughs> I, I I, I punched the air. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, I, I thought it was really strong. And, it, again, as I said about Lower Decks as well, the animation in this feels much better than the first half of the season. Like, I, I went back and watched a lot of the first half of the season before this. Um, this is, like, much better. Yeah. And just that step up of, Maybe it's that they've had a year to try and refine some things. Um, it still doesn't. It's not still not as good as like Clone Wars or like this week there was Tales of the Jedi. I don't think it's as good oh, as that. Oh, so far. good! Yeah, so good. Um, but like, although I will say no that first that first episode with Dooku, that voice and that face yeah. do not match. No, 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 no. <laughs> first episode at all someone pointed out to me there's like an episode of the simpsons where maggie puts maggie meets a bear yeah. it's like oh it's the same isn't it you know i was like this is ruined for me um yeah but no that is tales of the jedi fantastic yeah prodigy very good yeah yeah i think that's i think that's fair enough rating um for them all uh, um spoiler talk yes or like Episode and then spoiler talk? Yeah, go for it. The crew of the Protostar have been out doing good things um, 
on their way to Federation space, saving whales, being in video games and all that. Um, they get to the furthest out there Federation relay station and ask for asylum. The only inhabitant, a half Cardassian um, guy, is all but happy to see them after being alone and scans them to check them in before communicating to Starfleet. Dal goes, off to, uh, Dal goes through the scanner and the database says report him to Starfleet Command because they know something about his race, so he's all happy that someone knows where he's from. Zero goes off with Gwyn to the station's medical bay to regain her memories because she's still uh, wiped from last year. Um, but as Frax, the station guy, integrates the protostar with the diviners, uh, integrates with the protostar, the diviners virus comes across the station, makes everything go haywire. Uh, the station guy takes the last escape pod, thinking the protostar crew are saboteurs. The protostar crew can't get transported away, so spacewalk outside the jump uh, outside the station and jump to the protostar. They all make it safe, and Gwyn remembers that her father made the protostar an anti-federation virus weapon. Yeah. Uh, that's it for the protostar crew, but we also see Janeway watching a hologram of her talking to Chakotay at the launch of the protostar, and the Dauntless crew going to Tars Lamar and finding the Diviner in stasis. That is nice and short, I think, compared to... Hey, you know, that was very short, but that episode was fucking sweet. Yeah, yeah. That was cool as hell, man. I'm pretty sure the dude on the station was Denobulin. Denobulin? I he had the, he, was... he had the, like... Yeah. Like a Denobulin. Okay. Yeah, I think that's fair enough, because I was like... And he seemed more like a Denobulin, because he was super, yeah. super friendly and amenable. Yeah, he was a great host. Yeah, that that's fair Fantastic enough. Fantastic host. Denobulin works a bit better the than the final that. frontier. Yeah, and why the kids just don't get that? it at all. Yeah. yeah, why does it keep saying that? Uh, yeah, interesting to see. Like, because I believe at the start of all of this, mm. I believe that Dahl's character was advertised as a Talaxian, and he mentions that he looks Talaxian. And then yeah. when he scans him, it doesn't say what he is, but it says, we know what you are. Get over here. Dahl. Yeah. There's a Talaxian. Uh, yeah. It's interesting. I don't think he is Talaxian, but maybe he's like similar to Talaxian. Because I know that like there was an episode where um, uh, fucking Neelix gets turned into a Mylian. Yeah, and the Mylian. He said that the Mylians were a cousin, like race. So maybe, like, maybe there's a bunch of alien races out there that are all vaguely related. Yeah, it's the Delta Quadrant, you know. So yeah. maybe anything could happen in the Delta Quadrant. Yeah, but what happens in the Delta Quadrant stays in the Delta Quadrant because it's so far away. Yeah, I suppose uh, like if they're still in the Delta Quadrant though, because like the one of the troubles I have with this show is you don't know where anything fucking is. Because they're all on I, super I, fast ships, but they all catch up to each other no matter who's yeah. on like the super fast ship or not. They get to a Federation okay. relay and you're like, is this in the Gamma Quadrant? Is this in the Beta Quadrant? I think it's this? in the, the, like, you know, it's a Federation outpost. Mm. It's it's one of the Pathfinder relays, isn't it? I don't know. Maybe. It just but says it's, it's like, like it's, it's a relay. It's, it's, it's got to be a, like the, the, the Delta Quadrant facing end of the federation yeah mm. 
So yeah. The, the the station reminded me as well, and the guy, in part. Do you remember the guy from Discovery, uh, two seasons ago, when Which the guy? whole Federation's disconnected and he's just oh, been yeah. living on a relay by himself, and just being like, "No, I send a single out and signal out every day, and I never hear back from everyone." And I'd love to yeah. hear if the Federation was still around because I'm so fucking lonely. <laughs> yeah, he kind of reminded me of the. Um... The the com- commander small talk from that one episode. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, TNG. Um, yeah, yeah. Great outtake that as well. Maybe I'll pop. Uh, pop, pop, pop. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I liked how like you know they 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 explained the situation to him, mm. and he's just like kind of like well clearly there's more to that story. Yeah. But let's just get the. Let's just get the paperwork done first. Yeah. Let's do the scanning bits. Then you guys go and chill, and I'll do the official stuff. Um, and you can tell why he's like by himself or being stationed in like this ass end of the quadrant because he's just Gwen goes through and he's like, "Oh, we didn't get anything. I can't be bothered filing the paperwork, so I'll just go as unknown or whatever." Yeah, none of the above. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he seems um, like, despite the fact that he's on this outpost, he still seems like he's got got his shit straight, and he's and he's gonna do yeah. some work. Uh, but one thing I noticed, I couldn't help but notice uh, mm-hmm. when I was watching, and I started to count count how many times they mention that the protostar was stolen. Oh yeah, they do that a lot. They mention it four times in the episode. Three times in the first four minutes. Yeah. And then they mention it a fourth time within the first ten minutes. So they mention that the ship is stolen three times in three minutes. And they didn't even steal it from Starfleet. They found it! Yeah. <laughs> That's like... What is it? That's if it's salvage. floating, it's still That's like jetsam or whatever. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's legitimate salvage. Yeah. So um, it's it's so, such a, a dumb point to keep bringing up. Yeah. I, obviously, they're doing it because it's like it's we've been away for a year. We need to remind you why these kids are on a fucking ship by themselves. But yeah, it was a bit heavy-handed. Well, I'm gonna be. I'm good. That's one thing I'm gonna have my eye out for this season. Mm. How many times they mention that the ship was stolen? Yeah, stolen. What did you think of the uh, Janeway bits? Uh, the actual Janeway. Actual bits. Janeway. It, it was good to see and hear Chakotay again. Yeah. Yeah, and man. Unfortunately, I've seen Robert Beltran on, on Twitter today um, rather than just hearing him on Prodigy as well. He was calling the Democrats fascist and it was like... Ah, yes. Fascism. The, the, the cornerstone of every left-wing policy. I mean... Every, everyone knows that the Democrats aren't amazingly left wing. You know, you they're compare not, the, no, they're centrists at a push. Yeah, you compare their left wing to our like right, and they pretty much line up. And yeah. they're still on the right. <laughs> um, you know, but at the same time, being like, oh, the Dems are fascists. It's like, what are you talking about, you fucking idiot? And then saying, like, oh, both parties are as bad as each other. You know, just shut up, man. 
again, the guys behind Prodigy have just got to be like, why would you say this on the day the episode where you talk comes out? Because this is when people are going to look at my Twitter. Yeah. Now's my chance to tell the people to not tread on me. Yeah. I'm, oh, man. I wonder Fucking how... Egypt. I wonder if he follows Jordan Peterson. Probably. Mm. Anyway, Still, let's move... Let's move away it's from cool that to see Jacote. It's cool to see him. Um, yeah. yeah. Again, that close up when he's, you know, that's as best, that's as good as he's looked in years. And this yeah. is a highly stylized CGI. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, I was working out because I, I, I was going to record a timeline video of like what Prodigy is before the season like started up again. And I just ran out of time. But there's a chance we see, there's a chance there's two Chakotes around at this point in time as well. Potentially. Because there's potentially two protostars right now as well, in that the original protostar probably hasn't been sent back in time yet. So we might have young and old Chakotay. Yeah. Um, And then, of course, there's the whole weirdness of time dilation, so... If if the protostar has like gone far enough back in time, then hmm. presumably like from its perspective, it's still travelling back in time and and the rest of the universe is moving I don't backwards know. around it. It's it's got it's gonna it's gone at least seventeen years back in time. Uh you know, potentially uh, fifty years back in time, but who the fuck knows? Time dilation, man. Yeah, magic. Uh, uh, we still haven't had. We don't get a Jamila Jamil's character in this uh, in this episode, but she did an interview uh, where yeah. she's talking about she's getting like the nerd egot. Yeah. So she's, she's done, lot, isn't she? She's done Marvel. She was in She Hulk. She's gonna be in Star Trek. She says mm-hmm. she's done a DC. What DC thing has she done? Uh, I think she's been another voice. Um, was she like a Catwoman or something like that? Maybe. Oh no, she was in. Um, she was Wonder Woman, wasn't she? In League of Pets. Oh, oh was like she? <laughs> I, I believe so. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, and that got me thinking about people who've done franchises and like. There's like a funny like crossover. There's there's like Star mm. Star Wars, Star Trek, Marvel, DC, mm. and then there's Game of Thrones, Harry Potter, Doctor Who. Yeah, and then there's a bit of crossover with like people who have done Star Wars and Doctor Who. And Game of Thrones and Harry Potter. English actors, yeah. yeah. Just class them under English, English actors. actors. Yeah, <laughs> willing um, to work for cheap. <laughs> uh, uh, but like the winners of those by far, um, when I looked it up, like actors who've been in the most franchises, you've got The Rock and Carl Urban. So Carl yeah, Urban Carl obviously Urban's was Bo- Bones, and then he's done Riddick, um, The Boys, Lord of the Rings. He was in uh, Ragnarok, wasn't he? Ra- yeah. yeah, he was in Marvel. He was in Ragnarok. Mm. Then The Rock, he was in... And The Rock is... He got in there early, before yeah. he was Dwayne The Rock Johnson, just when he mm. was a little rock. 
he did Star Trek in Voyager, and then he's now done DC with Black Adam. Yeah. Faster than Furious. The yeah. Mummy. I'm amazed he's not like trying to make himself the next Bond or something like that. Oh no, yeah. I don't. Uh, you know my thoughts on Bond. We don't need him. No. We don't need a Bond. I want an F. I want a Double O Two movie. Yeah. Double O Felix Leiter TV show. Yo, that'd be good. Should have done it with Jeffrey Wright while they had him. Yeah, man. Um, no, I want uh, Young M in the 60s. Yeah. Being That's sexy in Tokyo. Yeah, man. Mm. Hell yeah. Uh, uh, what other thoughts on the episode? Um, a um, joke that I thoroughly liked that is going to be fun for uh, kids. Obviously, this is a kid's show. And yeah. I already mentioned that my partner's kid um, he makes a lot of poop joke, jokes about poo. Hmm. There's a great moment where uh, where um, Derek yeah. is eating hot dogs, and he loves it. He's eating he's eating hot dogs, and then when the fucking when when the virus hits and the the space station starts killing itself, it hmm. sends that it starts churning out a bunch of burnt hot dogs, and it does a it does a fart noise and it looks like a poo, it looks like yeah. a turd flopping out. It starts firing out loads of turds. Yeah. And and then Jenkin Pop says, Oh, all you can eat. And I just know that when when my partner's kid watches that episode, he's gonna laugh at the poo. And then yeah. when Jenkin Pog says, All you can eat, he's gonna go, All you can eat poo. Yeah. I, so I like that great. scene. Jake and Pog. Poo is funny. Poo's always funny, of course. Yeah. He like he's saying about them traveling back to Earth, like he's uh, Will Smith. Welcome, Welcome to, to Earth. Earth. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, man, he's he's royalty. I liked that. Yeah. I am royalty. Yeah, just because he his race was a founding member of the Federation or whatever. Yeah, man. How did Atelorite get all the way over there? Fuck knows, man. Fuck knows. Um. For for the jumping like ship or jumping away from the station. A, I thought it was funny that Rock was like a beautiful, beautiful mind. Beautiful mind <laughs> yeah. Like seeing all, all these formulas going in front of her. <laughs> yeah. And she was still wrong. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, that was funny. Such ridiculously like poor stakes as well, I thought it was. Like Weird, like fake just stakes. Jump. Just jump away. All you need to do is get away from the station. The ship's gonna pick you up. The ship has engines. The ship can move. Yeah. The ship doesn't have a transport, but it has a tractor beam. Yeah. Why the wasn't ship Janeway has just the AI like, of one of the yeah. most capable starship captains currently in in command? Yeah. The and Janeway should have just been like, "Why? What's she why do? I bet she's on explode? the ship." She's on the ship watching Rock being like, uh, uh, and she's just there with her arms crossed like, I think she's doing calculations. You? Yeah. I don't, yeah. Yeah. So weird, so weird. But weird, weird but funny. And it's it won't be funny to kids at all. It'll just be funny to like 30-year-olds who've seen a beautiful mind. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, or Rain Man. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, the uh, that that kind of leads into the 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 closest thing that I can kind of get to a to a teachable moment in this, which yeah. is again kind of like with lower decks, the whole teamwork vibe, which is the idea mm. of um, more to do with the idea of you know, I guess picking up the slack is is kind of a, a harsh way of wording it, but like yeah, you know, your your team is there for you when you when you. You know, try your best, obviously. But mm. if you're a little off, you know, your team should be there to sort of pick you up after. You know. Yeah, you've all That's got specialities. Yeah. Leverage all the specialities of your team. And it's nice, like, throughout it as well, there's the, um, like, Zero is is very focused on trying to help Gwyn um, out and being very apologetic for Gwyn just looking at her. Um, yeah. And then when they're doing the jump, they're all holding on to each other to be like, you know, going as one. So there's that like whole message of like togetherness, isn't there really? And, mm. you know, supporting your your friends. There's also the, like the leap of faith that Janeway sets up early and then they do. Yeah. Like where it's like, oh, just take a leap of faith and be open with yeah. people. And yeah, she then... says, take a leap of faith towards the ship that was stolen. Yeah, this stolen ship that we mm. stole, that you stole, mm. that you stole, that you stole. Ah, uh, yes, the stolen ship that we stole. We shall leap of faith towards it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was... Uh, a funny enough reference, it's not, again, it's not going to work for kids, I don't think, where the guy on the station, whatever his name is, like Frack, sends, he's worried that the Federation have arrived to send him to a worse place, and he mentioned <laughs> Nimbus Free. Yeah. <laughs> which is the planet of galactic peace, the, yeah. the shithole planet from Final Frontier. Yep. Um, <laughs> he's like, oh no, don't send me there. Yeah. That Won't planet work for is. Kids, but funny. Yeah, it's um, don't show that film to your kids so they they understand the reference. Yeah. They they might think that that's an appropriate standard of cinema, and they might think that you know, women have free tits as well. Well, I mean, they're gonna learn the the sad reality <laughs> that women don't have three tits as as they as they go through life. Damn it! Um, but yeah, I just don't want kids watching that. And thinking, is that a good film? It's not as bad <coughs> as people say it is. It's not as good as I say it is. <laughs> yeah, any... I, I'm willing to. I'm willing to agree on that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. The the only other note I have from the episode was absolutely digging the music. Um, of the episode. Yeah, the music. Yeah, they. Um, I picked up on the music last season. Yeah. Um, yeah, the music. The <laughs> a music year ago. Edition, yeah, a year ago in last season, yeah. this the, the music is um, is very good. Yeah, there's like um, when they're doing the saving the whales because they they obviously have to reference a different Trek movie to save a whale as well. Yeah, like it's very dun 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 dun. Yeah, dun, 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 it was like dun, 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 yeah. yeah. It's, yeah, it was yeah. a great moment. I, I I thought it was a very triumphant moment. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, and they beamed a whale on board like uh like 
you know, there be whales here. There be whales. Um, they should have had. They should have had uh, Janeway yeah. say that. There'd yeah. be whales here. And they'd be like, what? And she'd be like, nothing. <laughs> I'm programmed with a lot of uh, yeah. knowledge. I'm yeah. programmed with references. Yeah. Um, uh, again, going back to what we were discussing earlier in the cosmic horror thing, mm. um, Zero reveals herself. She says, I'm a Medusa. Yeah. Um, she says she's a Medusa and looking into me will drive you mad. That's a, mm. that's a thing in cosmic horror. Staring yep. into the face of something that's so terrifying, you lose your mind just trying to understand what you're looking at. Yeah. And this fucking station guy is just like, yeah, another one. Oh, cool. <laughs> Bank cool. you in there, you know. Sweet. Yeah. Um, yeah. I wonder if Zero's going to get any, going to get a new plating. Yeah. This season. Like a, you know, not, not quite a, um, not a human suit, not a not, yeah, not a, yeah, yeah, no, not like a skin mask, like the like the guy from the episode you were talking about, and not yeah, like yeah. A, not like an exocomp, yeah. but you know, can always have like gold plated hair, and then yeah. she can be like three PO and be like, oh, you don't recognize me because I'm now a different toy, I'm a different merchandisable toy. God, I really hope that this doesn't jingle too much. I've tried to remain as perfectly still as I can. <laughs> You've done good. You've done good. Mm. But yeah, all in all, I would say that, that like I I enjoyed this episode more than I enjoyed um hmm. uh Lower Decks. Yeah. Um I, fair. like I'm I'm more excited for this series than I than I than I was for Lower Decks as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's fair enough, and it's something like, you can enjoy with the the partner's kid as well. Yeah, and like they've they've already kind of drip fed us like little little morsels of of what we're what's what's in store, and like I'm I'm so looking forward to like Okana and and more yeah. of Admiral Janeway, and hmm. you know uh, I want to know if there's an in world explanation for them red boots that that Jamila's <laughs> character's gonna get. Because she fucking styles it up. Well, yeah, um, no. how good? That's not. That's not. Uh, that that's not per uniform regulations. And she's like, yes, but look at them though. And yeah. then and then they're just like, that's fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> like move on. Slay queen. Let's move yeah. on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, looking forward to like maybe piecing out more of like. What happened originally to the protostar and Chakotay, which yeah. I think we'll we'll get some of over the season, and then I can actually finalize the timeline video a bit more because mm. it's all over the place. Just seen the star date. Oh no, the star dates look like they match. It looks like the star dates make sense on on Prodigy. Yeah, it's twenty three eighty four. I know. I made a timeline this week. You know. I did enjoy that that character. I hope that we run into him again, yeah. the uh, the science officer. Well, because he's gone away thinking that the saboteurs. If Janeway picks him up when she gets signal that the relay went down, she's going to go like, "Oh no, they're saboteurs, and they've got the protostar, and you know, they're against the Federation," which you know is going to be without meeting Janeway setting yeah. off on the wrong foot. I think that's quite interesting. 
yeah, it's going to be, you know, we do get that scene where they're, you know, they're, they're running from Janeway. Yeah. And trailer. they're trying not to even establish contact with them. Hmm. So, like, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how they get out of that jam. Yeah. Good job they've got the outrageous O'Connor. They'll probably get out of it outrageously. Oh, it'll be so outrageous and handsome and stolen. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Um, anything else for, for this episode of Prodigy? Then? No, man. No. Um, like I say, looking forward to it. Um, but that being said, Tales of the Jedi is very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and if 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 you're you're left wanting more at the end of that episode, you know I'm not going to recommend that you watch Star Wars on a Star Trek podcast, but I will say Tales of the Jedi is very good. Yeah, yeah. very. Good. We're allowed to we're allowed to like both, you know. Yes. Yeah. We, we don't want to be set in our ways, old man, and only like one. No, we like we like all the Star Trek. We like the Star Trek that's for kids because we're kids at heart. Right then, if if we're drawing to an end because we yeah, have man. gone slightly long, then yeah, man. Um, you know, the, there's all the links below. I forgot to say time codes up front. Bastard me! Damn it! Just just do it now and cut it in. Just do, just do it now and cut it in. Cut it into that bit. And there's time codes in the description below. Down by my underpants. Look at that cut in. I'll leave this bit in though. Again, when I say it again. Uh, like, subscribe, do all that sort of stuff. Um, we've got the podcast version. If you've been listening to the podcast version, you haven't seen our amazing, amazing Halloween uh, yeah. <laughs> costumes. Yeah, man, we look awesome. Low effort. We we look we look awesome. Um, I found I only had to buy the eyeliner, and I only had to buy white and or black. <laughs> Face paint, which is terribly do, put on. Do, 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 do it again. Do the thing again. Hold on. Let, let me get to the thing again. Wait. Wait, uh, wait uh, <laughs> Have you seen Loki anywhere? I'm I'm trying to run away from him. Or no, I'm trying to find him. And I'm trying to run away from B. <laughs> <laughs> wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah. Acting. <laughs> Acting, <laughs> acting. <laughs> yes. What are you, Patrick? What are you, Al- Alan Gorshin? I might as well be. No, Frank uh, Gorshin. Frank Gorshin. Yeah, the Joker. The Riddler. Oh, no, the Riddler. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I. I am him. Yes. But um, on, on on that crazy note, I need I guess to I'll wash get... this shit off my face. Yeah, man. Uh, Kapla Patax. No, wait, not that. Um. <laughs> Kapla, motherfuckers! <laughs> and I'll say, uh, peace and long life, and you're a double dumbass. <laughs> <laughs>